0: Everybody. it's so great to be back. Um, awesome to share with you word and inspire you through God's love and we believe it's going to be a blessing. Hi Bram. Hi Marisa. <laughs>
1: great man. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Mm. Do you want to live a fulfilled life? Um, do you want to live a life that is far more and far um, more exciting what you're currently living? Imagine this, Jesus, at the end of each life, he prayed and he said, Father, I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work Amen. that you have given me to do. How would you like that to be on your tombstone? <laughs> I have brought the Father much glory because I've completed the work I've done. So tonight, um, we're going to be looking at this. We're going to be mm-hmm. discussing some questions um, that um, you folk gave us over there. And we're going to interact and um, really deal with finding our destiny and living in our destiny that God has given to us. So welcome again.
0: Yes, I want to read something to you that a friend of mine, Christelle, she just um, sent it to me a few minutes ago. And it's in Ephesians 2.10. And it says from the Passion Translation, We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One, and even we, before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. So thank you, Chriselle. That is just exactly what we will talk to. Well, what we will share with you tonight, and I know Bram will
1: just maybe give a yes. Some of the questions that yeah. um, you gave to us to to answer tonight was. How do we find God's will? Another question was, how can I be sure that I'm actually on the right track? And if I'm not on the right track, how do I get onto the right track that this is the will of God? And another one that wasn't asked, but reading through it is the current life that we are living, is there more than what we're living right now? And so these are the things that we're wanting to to discuss tonight and, and share. Early on, I was asking Jesus, what would you want to share? Because it's basically what he wants us to hear. Mm-hmm. And he gave me one scripture, and I want to read this scripture. And it's from Matthew 11:28. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. In other words, if you are weary and burdened of striving to try and find the will of God for your life, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, come to me. If you are weary and burdened and fearful that you've missed the will of God for your life, Jesus is saying to you tonight, come to him. All you who are heavy and weary and heavy burdened, come to him and I will give you rest. And so from a place of striving to try and discover the will of God, to a place of rest. And that's his invitation for you and I. And we want to speak about this place of rest because that's key in really walking in one's destiny. And Jesus carries on and he says, take my yoke upon you. In other words, be united with him. Be in the union, the oneness, the intimacy with him. And learn from me, I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest in your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And those are the words that I believe Jesus is expressing and sharing to all of us. Because I think both Marilisa and myself, we've gone through it all. We've gone through the striving of finding the will of God. We've gone through the workshops. We've gone through everything. and.
0: And, yeah, and the yeah. problem was it was from a sin conscious mind.
1: That's right. So even though we
0: went <laughs> through all of these amazing things, it was oh. still from the point of view of how am I fixing things and, and, and the view of what's right and what's wrong and what does God want me to do and I don't want to miss out on it and do I choose the right thing. And he's not concerned about the tree of knowledge, about what's right and wrong. For him, it's about life so the thing is when you come to that place of rest you truly understand that everything you do is literally to glorify him Mm. and that we are here on on this planet to reflect him and i know bram will talk about that as well but to to understand who we are and that is important to know that we are already blameless Um, that we have been set free. We're not captives anymore. We don't need to prove ourselves to God. We don't need to go through the motions of the guilt and the shame because it's already been taken away on the cross. And therefore, when you understand truly who you are in Christ and what that position means, it is part of finding that place of rest. And we all know Psalm 23 that says, um, He will lead us um, mm. Now you have to help me again with the English translation. Yeah, besides so, quiet waters. Yes, mm. the quiet waters. Now what amazing, the, the translation about the word waters is so amazing in Hebrew because it literally means face to face, like a mirror. And when we come to that place of rest, and agape, we all know the word agape, that means love, mm. and right. God is love. And the word agape literally means to lead to rest. So for us to truly understand that that the love of God is that pure place of rest mm. where you meet Him face to face and where you see yourself through Him. And obviously in His eyes, all of us are just amazing and mm. perfect and we were birthed in Christ. So it is all about being His image and His likeness. And therefore we need to find the place of rest in the perfect love.
1: Yes. The... Answering these questions, mm-hmm. um, the the foundational truth is that the revelation of God's love has got everything to do in us to be able to walk in our destiny. Um, and I wanted to share a, 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 an experience that I had in understanding reason and purpose. Because as Maralise was sharing, if we got some consciousness, there's fear, and yes. then. We're making decisions based on fear. Mm. We're making decisions based on many other things. And so we can't live in our God-given destiny because yes. it's it's so fear-based. Um, and that's, that's why it's so crucial to understand what Christ has done and live in the reality of what he did in his death and resurrection mm. and reconciling us to the Father so that we are actually the children of God and living from that place rooted in his love so that we, we, can, we can make decisions, not on fear, but on the reality of being loved. Yes. Now, I was walking with the Lord Jesus in the garden one evening. And as I'm walking with Jesus, he... I'm jealous. <laughs> he asked me this question because I'm like all of you, Lord, what, what, what's my purpose? What's my reason? And he asked me this question. He said to me, Abraham, why are you living in Sasselberg. Mm. And I had the theological answers. I had the logical answers because I could say, but Lord, it's your sovereign will that you called me here, the church called me. And I had all those there, but I knew mm. that was the wrong answer. There's <laughs> <you> so much <laughs> <Yeah>. more. <laughs> and so I said, but Lord Jesus, why am I here in this town? And he said, Abraham, you are here. Now that's just God speaking to me because I, God, love the people of this town. You see, and that gave me purpose, a reason for existence. I live in the community simply because God loves this community, okay? And so I started to understand my reason for existence. He then asked the question, okay, why does the body of Christ live in the town? And the same, he said, because I love the people of this town, Mm -hmm. okay? And so there, again, the reality of God's love gave me the, the the reason for existence. It gave the church the reason for existence. Later on, as I've been journeying, he then began to show me that there's a purpose to to that. Um, mm-hmm. Because not only why do I exist, but what's the purpose of existing, and that's, that's the reality of our destiny. Mm-hmm. And he then began to show me that, God's love is the foundational truth of us learning to be loved and living out of that. I want to read Ephesians 3, verse 17 in the the, um, Passion Translation. Listen to this. Then by constantly using your faith, the love of Christ will be released deep, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your love. And Mm -hmm. so when God said to me that the very reason for me living in a town is because God loves the people of the town, the journey was then to discover the reality of how much I'm loved by him. Mm -hmm. And that love became that resting place to live out your destiny. Mm -hmm. Now there's no more striving, there's no more fear, there's no more trying to... Work it out. I rely totally on God's love to tell me where to go. Yes. You see, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. You see, my sheep hear, my sheep recognize.
0: Yes, I think the problem is, is that we think we recognize his
1: voice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, let me just try and explain that. Yeah. We live out of a human love.
1: Oh, yes. And a
0: human love is always, if you, then I will. There's always a a kind of a still the what's right and what's wrong. I love you, but if you hurt me, I can stop loving you Mm. and God doesn't work like that. That is not, he doesn't have a human love. There's no pressure. There's no, I want you to do things. There's he just loves us Mm -hmm. unconditionally and therefore it is it is sometimes difficult to understand the love of God because there's no blame, there's no rejection, yeah. there's no hatred, there's no, I am so tired of you. You have been trying and trying and you say sorry all the time. I, I have a limit. God's love does not have a limit. And, and I think that is the main thing about finding your purpose as well is to realize that you live in Him because the word says we move and have our being in Him but to live in a love where there is no limit, mm. there's no limit. Yeah. Even if you don't believe in Him, if you, even if you don't do anything right, even if you're on the wrong path, His love has never changed. Mm. Yesterday and today and tomorrow is exactly the same. And the fact that He said that He loves us and that we were created out of that perfect love because we were birthed in Him, that literally means that his love for us does not depend on how we treat him or how we act or how we live. He just still loves us, even though we, we know in this world people just turn their backs on him and everything, mm-hmm. but he will never turn his back on us. And I think that is very important to understand When we, uh, what Bram is saying about this perfect place of rest, is to understand that it's not a human love. We mm-hmm. cannot see God through our perspective of love. Because our perspective is one of judgment, um, resentment, um, self-justification um, and all the rest. So it's, it's, it's not a perfect love because our love has conditions mm. and God's love does not. Mm.
1: And just, just on that because mm. for next time, <laughs> I've got to plug this in. Yes, yes. We're going to speak about how to participate in his divine nature. Yeah. And then you will find the freedom of that self-love and learn how to live in divine mm-hmm. love. And that's, that is when your destiny unlocks. Yes. Um, that's been my experience. Um, before, I had an understanding of my reason and purpose, but it was fuzzy. It was um, sort of hidden in a sense. Mm-hmm. Love, Divine love unlocks that. And all of a sudden, yes. it opens a ro- road and you can begin to see it clearly yes. because God is love. 1 John chapter 1, uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. Let me read that. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. And so we go back to that understanding your reason. Because God is love, and because we are in Him and we partake in His divine nature, we are born of Him. We too now, because in Him we move and live and have Mm. our being, we too now have that same motive. We, too, as Christians, have the same reason as God. So our reason for existence is because we love. Important. So whether you're in engineering, whether you're a housewife, no matter what occupation or where Mm. you are, that's not your reason. That's not your destiny. No. You see, the, the reality is that because you partake in God's divine nature, Your motive is the same motive as God. Whatever God has done is out of a motive of love. Mm -hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave, you see. For God so loved us that he lavished his love upon us so that we will be children of God. And so we see there that your motive, your reason for existence is to love because God loves. You start over there and you start, and next time we're going to speak about partaking in that divine love. Mm -hmm. You start and and start loving with this love of God, you will find you're in a place of rest because now mm. that's your resting place, God is love, and you're abiding in his love and there's the resting place. Mm. Then God's love has a purpose. Yes. His purpose of his love is to reconcile people to himself. For God's love, to so be, one, God, with to be yes. one with him. Yes. So now I understand and you and I, every believer we live, our reason for being born is to love. Yes. And the purpose of this love is for people to be reconciled and become one with the Father as mm. you and I are one. Mm. That's, that's it. And then everything else, that's the, the foundation of mm. our existence and our purpose, our destiny. And then your workplace, your talents, your gifts, all of that facilitate that. Yes. That's why Paul says, you can heal, you can have all these gifts, but without love, you are nothing. Nothing. You yes. see, love is, your, is, is, is it's who you really are. Yeah. And we're going to go on a journey to, to learn how to become love mm-hmm. because we partake in his divine nature. And so we will live loving all the time. And that's, that's your destiny. That's your reason and purpose. Yes. And it starts
0: <laughs> off by to love yourself. Yes. The, the problem that we have is we don't love ourselves because when we see ourselves or when we look at ourselves, we always first look at what's wrong. We, we're not there yet.
1: That's right.
0: And that's the sin consciousness. And when we look at ourselves, we look at our failures. We look at what we have not done yet. We, mm. we look at our faults and our mistakes. And all those things just remind us every day that we are still not good enough yet. And therefore it's a struggle to truly understand and find mm the love we are talking about that God truly has for us and that we have the ability to love ourselves like that because we were made mm-hmm. in His image and in His likeness. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the practical side of this is to truly understand that from now on every single day when you wake up is to, to listen how you feel, to listen to your thoughts. Because the way you think about yourself and the way you feel with the shame and the guilt and the condemnation, those are the thoughts of the enemy trying to keep you away from this amazing place of rest. Because as long as you stay in that condemnation, as long as you stay in that guilt of, of, um, the world owes me something, or I owe the world something, or the shame about your past, or things that you can't, that you struggle with, or can't fix, or the emotions of anger or jealousy or whatever. Mm. When you still focus on that, um, those emotions. Is, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a stronghold mm. against the love yeah. that you have it's inside stumbling. of you. But remember, the love of God has been poured out into mm. our hearts already. Mm. We don't have to do something to get it. We already yeah. have it. That's, that's, but it's to tap into mm. that love of loving yourself also without limits and with, mm. with no condition. Just truly understand that you were made perfect in Him and you've always been perfect for Him. The lie just told us something different, and we lived that lie for so long. Yeah. There's a word in the Bible, um, when God created us in His image and in His likeness, He said that we should reign um, and or have dominion. It depends on the translation. But that word in Hebrew is the word Radar. And we think of dominion as trying to be in control all the time or or trying to fix things, or get rid of wrong thoughts, or, or handle things better in the world. But the word Radar literally means to represent God to it. Now, what is the it? That is nature. Because Romans 8, 19 says, For the earnest expectation of the creature, that is the world, for the earnest e- expectation of the world, it waits for the manifestation of the sons of God, and the sons is is the is the word heos um, in Greek, and it means an attitude like their father. So, as God's children, we as 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 God's children, we are supposed to reveal God to this world, and then the whole creation rejoices because now we represent God to it. So, and that is how you have dominion Mm. and how you rule and reign. It's because you are revealing God to everything in your life to your family, to your workplace, Mm. to yourself, um, to your children, to your community. It's revealing God to it. Mm. And that is the word for dominion. And 1 John chapter 2 says, But whoso keep his word in such a person, Is the love of God perfected and by that we will know that we are in him and the next verse says he that says that he abides in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked we truly have the ability to be like Jesus Christ because he is the son of God and we are also sons and daughters of the Most High Mm. and to understand our position is to understand the word Messiah because we were birthed in Christ. And Messiah, um, according to Galatians 1.15, says that it's the image of the invisible God. Our main purpose is truly to reflect God, to re- represent God to it, to whatever in your life. But that cannot happen if you don't understand love. Mm. And Christ or Christos is simply a Greek rendering of the Hebrew word for Messiah. Now Messiah comes from the root word of Mashach um, in Hebrew. That literally means uh, to smear with oil or the anointed one. Now is is a verb and it describes a function. For instance if we take an example um, the word King. It's a noun, but it actually describes what the person is doing, namely reigning. So the name Christ is applied to Jesus as well because he is God's anointed. And such an anointing, and remember, we were birthed in Christ, Ephesians 2, 10. So we were birthed in Christ and what that means is we were birthed in this anointing this position of re- ruling and reigning that dominion that i just spoke of so such an anointing literally opens heaven and grants divine access and therefore in the in the hebraic man mind sorry the word messiah is literally the same as the word for king mm-hmm. and ephesians 1:21 says that jesus was seated on the throne far above all dominions and principalities and powers and might and dominion in every name that is named. Mm-hmm. And if we think of every problem or every sickness, everything on this planet has a name. And that we are seated with him far above Amen. all the names, all dominions or powers or or might. Um, not only in this world, but even in the one which is to come. And that is a real position of a king. So we do not enter this position of God's love and his rest by any law or ritual or sacrifice or moral perfection even mm-hmm. because we enter through the faith. And yeah. you, you must remember that it's the faith of Christ mm-hmm. because um, uh, Galatians 2.20, that says, we have the faith of Christ yes. within. Mm-hmm. And it's that faith that ignites this whole understanding of his yeah. mind. And his mind is just constantly reminding us of his love. And that is Holy Spirit as well, because he's the the truth. And 1 Peter 2 verse 5 says, You also, as living stones, are built up as a spiritual house. This is a temple, a spiritual house. A holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in in Zion a chief cornerstone, precious, and the one who rests his faith on him, Shall not be disappointed, and the word says um, that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation, a peculiar people. That that we should just go forth and praise and call out of that we were called out of darkness, darkness. into light. Yeah. So it's to understand the true meaning of purpose, mm-hmm. and that is to reflect. God, Amen. to reveal God yeah. to everything, because that is that what Jesus
1: again, did. Mm. Love, but
0: then. you can't do that if you don't understand yes. the love mm. that has gotten... God's love has no conditions.
1: Mm. Yeah, so true. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, just, just just, on that, um, we, we... I said in the beginning that love... Living in the reality of being loved, being that resting place, it truly unlocks your destiny. And so, one of the questions that was was sort of asked was, if if I, don't know if I've missed it. Okay. Now, again, you need to be in that place of rest mm-hmm. because God so loves you that He knows how to speak to you. He he loves you too much to leave you wondering. He's a shepherd. He will end that. So it's a renewing of the mind. So we want you to think differently. We want you to think from that fear base of missing it out and really begin to realize, but Lord, you love me too much to leave me. To... Yes. You know, the other day I was asking Jesus about this. And he said to me, Bram, you're never going to get lost because I am the way, the truth, and the life. I mean, and because I'm in him, I'm always in the way, the truth, and the life. So I'm not going to get lost, okay? Yes, never. <laughs> that's, that's a place of rest, okay? <laughs> and I invite you. That's, that's, that's our saviour. He is the way. Mm. So he knows where he's going. <laughs> you're in him. You're not lost. Mm. And his Holy Spirit will direct you. And then the other question basically was, what we're doing, is that all there is to, to living? No, it's mm. not. Paul writes, now unto him he was able to do immeasurably more. So if we are living our lives and we think we're living in our destiny to the fullness you're wrong. <laughs> because that's when we are living it out when we were still in control, mm. you see. And mm-hmm. where God wants to take us in our destiny, it's far beyond our control. Yes. That's why we've got to be established in love because we can step out without fear. And we can move into the more, into the abundance without the fear. So if we are living where we are now and we're satisfied and we're in that comfort zone, it's simply you in control of your life. you in control and you don't want to go beyond that. So it may sound a bit harsh, but it's a reality, guys. Yes. God has far more than yes. what you and I can imagine. And it's being established in his love removes that fear and you're able to follow Jesus because he's good. And yes. you will know his nature. You will start to trust in his nature, who he is, and you'll be able to walk where you can't even imagine. And he will take you and whatever he wants to do through your life. That's it. You just say, yes, God, here I am. And that. Yes. then you start to find that the destiny that you thought you had, <laughs> it it's, it's it's was so very shallow. There's so yeah. much more. But yeah. don't ignore, and this is practical, don't ignore, Deep inside of you, there desires. Yeah. So you might have had a desire for teaching, for business, for whatever the case may be. Yes. Don't ignore that. Because you will find that that will not be this true destiny of love, but it will be the platform in which you can love and being involved with the Ministry of Reconciliation. So take note of that. When you're walking in this revelation of being loved by the Father, you will find how all those things start to take on a new level, and many more doors open to be able to... to that. So your studies and all that, you will see, it'll be a profound tool to, to open up many doors. But the bottom line is, your reason for existence is to love with the love of God in you. Because remember, you are in Him. You have his nature. The purpose of that love is to reconcile people to the Father. And what did Paul Mm -hmm. say? We have the ministry and the message of reconciliation. And that's your reason and purpose. Everything else must flow out of that. And you Mm -hmm. will live fulfilled. Mm -hmm. You will live beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, Because now God can open up doors because you're revealing his nature. You are operating and making him known, like my was saying, the sons of God are being manifest. So yes. you're making him known. And yes. that's 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 what Jesus did. And that's the invitation for you and I. And so hopefully this is helping you guys to just renew mm. your mind and stop striving to try and find the word of God for your yes. life and just begin to renew your mind and say, But I'm loved by you, Father. And because you love me so much, you will show me what it is. Your breakthrough. And in, in in, in, in living out your destiny is crucial because your breakthrough is not about yourself. Because you're here because God loves others. And so because you love others, your breakthrough of understanding your destiny is a blessing to others. And so you're involved in loving others. Mm-hmm. And so it's, that's the place of rest. That's the place of peace. And uh, Paul prays, and, and all, most of his prayers was about the revelation of how rooted we are in the love of Jesus so that mm-hmm. we can know His way, we can walk in His will, we can make Him known and so it's mm. so, so important for us.
0: And love is more than just an emotion. Oh, I yes. mean, God is love. He's not just an emotion thingy. He is a spirit. He is the, he's God. He's mm. everything. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's not just an emotion because we think that love is just an emotion. And emotions, is, it's it goes up and it goes down. And now you feel good and then you feel sad or you feel great or you feel hurt or you're angry. But God's love is not an emotion. It is his being. It's who he is, it's his thoughts, it's his wisdom, it's his—it's everything. Um, we need wisdom, we need the insight of and knowledge, um, and everything he has already given to us, um, it's within. And therefore, love is much more than just an emotion. So sometimes, even in this world where you don't feel you had a great day or you are struggling with something, it doesn't mean that you're not in love or you don't understand the love or you, that emotion is not applicable to you anymore, it just still means that you're still in the love. And even in a situation where you don't have the answers or it feels like you're in a storm or you don't know which way to go, and, and if you can just breathe and understand that the love of God is also wisdom and knowledge mm-hmm. and so much more. And that if you can realize that everything is within, that your mind changes instead of feeling guilty or um, Hopeless, it's just to look within and to realize that father All your wisdom is already within so I know because of who I am because I'm like you I have the ability to know how to deal with this problem I have the ability to to be calm through the storm and I have the ability for hope to see beyond be you know, beyond this problem. And therefore, um, you will give it to me. You will reveal it to me. Um, and that is exactly how the Holy Spirit works within. And it's to understand that it's practical as well. It, it doesn't mean that everything is just always perfect. And it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a problem or a struggle. But it's the way you handle it. And Jesus handled everything differently. And it's to understand that we have the same ability, but that is how you tap into that love, that, that place of rest, him being this awesome father that always has time for you and he always has an answer and he always um, will show the way and make your path straight and take you through the storm. But it's to know that, that everything that we've learned about Jesus and Father and Holy Spirit, um, it's all explaining who he is. And that is love, the place of rest, mm-hmm. where you can go to with boldness and understand that mm-hmm. um, it is within, mm-hmm. and that you can even in the midst of of whatever is going on in your life, um, you can live from out of that love that is not an emotion.
1: Mm-hmm. For for some of you, for, you may be thinking. No, not the way of love, because you want this A, B, C step, one, two, yes. three steps. and we want to feel. The, yeah, I've been there. Yes, <laughs> me too. I was uh, the one uh, telling people the steps. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yes. uh, John, uh, the Apostle John in the Epistles is writing about that if we walk in love, we walk mm. in light. Yes, and we
0: are the light.
1: You see, and so when we're walking and we're living in the reality of this love, we're walking in light, so we know where we're going, you know, so we're walking in destiny, but if we've got unforgiveness, when we've got all this sin consciousness, we're tripping up in the dark, mm. and we're stumbling, and if this is the right way, if this is good enough, and what happens again, is, as Marilee said, you see, I know what I'm talking about because I've been in, in all of this, but he's also taken me out and I'm partaking in his divine mm. love. And I know the difference between human love and divine love. I know the difference of making decisions based on human love concerning my destiny and decisions based on divine love concerning my destiny. It is totally different mm. because you've you free from fear. You free from the opinions of other people. You free from whether you are liked or not liked, because that's all human love. That's all your mm. old nature. Mm. Um, but when you're in the divine love, you can make decisions based on on just what the Father's showing, and mm. walk in that light over there. And that's why you, I said, that. All the time, there's far more about our destiny than what we can imagine. Because as we grow in this love, we grow in discernment, we grow in understanding, we grow in the revelation of our, our Father. And as we grow, we step into more and more of our destiny. And it's far more than what you and I can imagine. Mm. So, yes, so be established and, yes. and, and rest and just come to yes. that place. And, and we're going to speak about this in the future mm. of mm. of. As I shared about participating in his divine nature and what does it mean to be a child of God Mm -hmm. and what took place when we got born again? Because to recognize that our human spirit was taken out of darkness and brought into him, because God is spirit, so our spirit and his spirit became one. That's your destiny in there, and that will unlock, and then you will begin to see because now you. In spirit to spirit, and in that spirit realm, you'll understand destiny. In spirit to spirit, you'll begin to understand the way forward. In spirit to spirit, you hear the voice of God. In spirit to spirit, that's where everything happens. And then you look out from your spirit, out on the earth. So as it is in heaven, it now yes. operates on the earth. Yes. And that's our journey. And that's, that's, yes. that's, and that's what we're asking for, 1947. And whatever community yes. that you are staying in, Your workplace, your schools, makes no difference. This is all about learning what it is to become love over there, you will understand purpose and reason like never before, become much clearer, and then you're living from your spirit out and not from the brain out. (laughs) Yes. That's a freedom. Yes. I just
0: want to finish by by Uh, telling the story, and we all know the story of the ugly duckling. I mean, he was the ugly duckling. And he was sad, and he was not accepted, and he struggled to fit in and everything. And then just one day he had an encounter, the face-to-face that we spoke about, the mm. water. And then he realized that he was a swan. Mm. And he didn't do anything to become a swan. And it's not because of what he did. It's just he was just always a swan. He just didn't know it. Until he mm. realized it and saw yeah. it. And therefore, yeah, it's, it's so that, true. yes, and therefore mm. we are operating or we are living as ugly ducklings, trying to be accepted, trying to prove ourselves, trying mm. to be better. But actually, we are all swans. I know it's not a nice, <laughs> especially not for men. They don't want to hear that they like a bird or a thing. So I'm sorry, but it's just an example of trying yeah. to explain to you that the way God created you, mm. um, that. Has not changed. Mm. It's just the fact that we don't believe it, mm. and he yeah. wants us to go back to the origin mm. of who we've always been. Um, and that is there's a verse that says that I think if the eye is right, the body is mm. light. It's full That's of light. Yes. I'm I don't know if the translation is still the right one, but yeah. the eye is right is to see differently, mm. and that yeah. is not just to look above or. The mm. Galatians say, no That is yeah. to 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 look upwards. Um, it's truly to understand, first of all, who you've always been, mm. and how God is seeing you um, as this amazing, amazing person that that has no limits and everything is possible. He just thinks you incredible. You 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 made out of heaven. So you just awesome. Mm-hmm. And that is the swan-like identity um, re- leaving the ugly duckling behind and not trying to fix the ugly duckling or trying to fix the wrong image so that it can be acceptable to father. It's just to leave that behind. Paul says you just leave it mm-hmm. and just turn your back on it and to see yourself differently. To see yourself as someone that is truly loved. Mm-hmm. Even though there's There's not a lot of people in the world that loves you or gives you uh, compliments. You don't feel loved. You don't feel understood. Even though you you can experience that in this world, there's someone else that just loves you and has accepted you unconditionally. And he just just thinks you're still amazing.
1: And we're all going to learn how to partake in that. And live in that reality of being loved, guys. I think, Audrey, that time, Yes. Oh, awesome. yeah, so thank you. Oh, yeah, that, was great. that was great. Thank Sharing you, guys. Good um, just be in, in the future, we're going to be um, mm. just dealing with, as I shared earlier on, about um, what it is to partake in this divine nature and and mm. and, and experience that, but also in the way forward says what we call your mandate, mm. um, because that's when. Jesus speaks to you and and, you, and, you, and he gives you that authority now to operate and right. that. And that's also an important um, mm. part of the journey in, in, in changing the destiny of a community. Yes. Um, we've got to understand and get that authority from Jesus yes. at the right time because timing and these things take place. So these are the things mm. that we'll discuss mm. as we go forward. Um, um, Marilise has got a, a, a tremendous testimony of living from a real sin-conscious reality and ministering out of that realm and yes. making decisions out of that realm and, and then having the revelation of being in Christ. Mm. And that's going to be very helpful as well in, mm. in helping many folk because what you were sharing tonight is so crucial because you make wrong decisions. And we, in that fear-based sin-consciousness, The decisions we're making keep us in that slave, Mm -hmm. in that prison, Mm -hmm. and we can never live out of that Mm -hmm. there. We can't walk the journey of faith Mm -hmm. because we're too scared because of that You know, whatever, we mess up, God's going to zap me kind of (laughs) stuff. And you're living in fear. And fear, (laughs) fear, fear is a prison. And um, God is (laughs) going to release us. So God bless. And may the Holy Spirit give all of us such a deep revelation of how rooted and established we are. In mm. Jesus Christ. Yes, like and our prayers
0: that Holy Spirit just inspires you, Amen. So that you can truly understand your your real purpose is the revelation of the divine through a mm. living temple, and that's you. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
1: Blessings. God bless. Amen. Bye.